Chapter 11 Now Her Smooch I picked up on the fourth ring, my heart beating fast as I anticipated the voice on the other end. Hello, Mrs. McKeady. This is Valeria from the spa. We're ready for you when you are, but please take your time. Her voice sounded automated. I could only thank her, although I was a little disappointed as I'd been expecting to hear from Caleb. I was surprised, nonetheless, that they would go to the trouble of setting up just for me, especially as I hadn't requested to use the spa yet. In any case, I was immediately excited and very much looking forward to it. I quickly put the rest of my toiletries on the shelf above the sink and washed my hands, and as I turned to leave the bathroom, my eyes rested on two towels on the rack and soon realised that the letters engraved into them were actually mine and Caleb's initials, M.E.M. and K.J.M., Meli Ekuba Makidi and Caleb Johnson Makidi. With memories of when K.K. had proposed to me flooding back, I picked one up and pressed it to my cheek, smiling. It was soft and smelled like lavender. I wished even more that Caleb was with me. I felt the tears as they rolled down my cheeks. How was this even possible, I thought to myself. But I already knew the answer to that. I hurried down in my robe and slippers, following the signs along the marbled corridor and out of sight from the newly arrived guests. I made it down a slightly elongated spiralling staircase and finally into a deserted lobby and a subtle smell of cinnamon hit my nose immediately, filling me with warmth and reassurance. The serene ambiance was indulgently sensational, with the mood absolutely set for an hour of sedentness. I was thinking about the whole setup, the towels, the massage, all of which reminded me of a holiday or other. I couldn't help but wonder what else was in store for us. I was greeted by a young lady in a lime green blouse and a name badge that read Valeria. She handed me a glass of cucumber water and led me into her lair. I lay down on the table and immediately closed my eyes. When Caleb and I had first met, I'd mentioned my desire to travel to places I hadn't yet been. Switzerland, being one of them, was at the top of my list. The lopsided mountain cabins, the picturesque contrast between the alpine lands, steep sloping snowy mountains, and the general history enthralled me. A couple of weeks later, Caleb and I were kayaking in the Swiss Riviera, diving into warm mud baths and skiing in Verbier. In his spontaneity, he'd brought us a holiday where it also happened to be the annual music festival. I was amazed and overwhelmed by his composure and confidence, and more so his kindness. We'd rented a chalet up in the woodlands for the duration of our stay, and it was the best five days I'd ever had. I was on cloud nine for the entire period, and it would take a while before I came down. The music festival was grand, with musicians from all genres, but the focus had been on jazz, which to me was the icing on the cake. I was even more buzzed. Caleb and I had connected on a much deeper level, and I felt in my heart that I had fallen deeply in love. We'd found out that the Grand Prix was also due to take place on the day we were leaving, and Caleb was a little disappointed because he was also enthused by racing cars. It was a shame because it would have given me the chance to see him in his element, participating in what he loved, 
I'd wanted to be a part of that too. I remembered our last night when we'd decided to stay in and enjoy the beautiful sunset view from our chalet. Caleb had laid out a mat and some beautiful scented candles which were part of our welcome gifts. We'd ordered some strawberries and champagne and I was intoxicated with the thrill of the moment. From everything I'd experienced and seen of Caleb, I knew he was thorough, enchanting, even seductive, and somehow I also knew that I would experience more with him in time. I'd struggled to compose myself and knew that a lady always kept a proper decorum, but all I wanted to do was to fall in his arms and declare my love for him. He had given me the most sensual massage I'd ever had. My only other experience had been a 30-minute slot in a tanning parlour, and the evening had ended with us making love for the first time. It was heaven. Words could not describe what and even how I'd felt. The next morning, as a sign of appreciation, we were given his and hers bathrobes with our initials on them. I'd wondered why mine was M.E.M. as my surname began with K for Kunsen, but my attention had instead been on the little jewellery box attached. I assumed it was some fancy souvenir and was shocked to find a diamond ring tucked inside it. It had been Caleb's proposal to me, and with tears and excitement, I told him yes. I clung on to him, never wanting to let go, and allowed myself to take it all in. Mrs. McKeady. Mrs. McKeady. I felt a soft tap and opened my eyes. An hour had passed already. I'd been lost in my reminisce and missed the entire experience of the soft hands and tying the knots in my shoulders. I felt extremely relaxed. I gathered myself and walked back to my room in good spirits, knowing exactly what I was going to do next. I checked my phone again and this time there was a message from KK. Hi honey, I hope you arrived safely and are enjoying all the goodies. I've been delayed but I should be there soon. I'll meet you at the restaurant. I love you. See you soon. Kiss. I felt elation and sighed in relief. Back in my room, I carefully poured my raspberry and coconut bubbles in the hot bath I'd just run and searched for Maxwell's all-time hits on my phone's playlist. I pressed play. Now the tone was set. My share and sugar body scrub was ready too. I loved the smell it left on my body afterwards. Caleb loved it too. I tried other combinations, but Caleb insisted that this was his favourite, so it stayed on my repeats list. I thought of fetching some wine, but changed my mind as I needed a clear head for our conversation later, so I settled for fresh clementine juice with a hint of lime. I climbed into the bath and laid my head back, soaking in the soft and tender tones of Maxwell as the sheer sugar permeated my already relaxed body. I closed my eyes for a minute to allow myself the last few thoughts of Caleb's proposal to me, but I was interrupted when the headline on the television screen caught my attention. However, the sound was faint from the bathroom. The lady spoke in Spanish, but I didn't need English to understand that I was staring at the Gatwick Express surrounded with rubble and people in white coats. I sat up and intently searched the screen above, attempting to find Caleb. I hoped to God that the vessel was a later one to the one he had boarded, but I couldn't be certain. He hadn't mentioned it in his message either. 
I scrambled for my phone from the cabinet next to the bath and dialed his number. It rang, but there was no answer. I was suddenly gripped with fear and panic that he might be in danger, the feeling of separation returning. I quickly typed a message asking that he call me back as soon as possible. I felt helpless, but at the same time knew that it was important to keep calm. I got out of the bath and into the shower to wash off the body scrub, and without another second to waste, started to search for contact numbers for the airlines. I needed to know if Caleb had made it aboard his flight or landed, and deep down, hoped he would burst into the room, his composed and optimistic self. I paused and said a prayer for his safe arrival, and left the rest of the man above.